I think in the 80s was the peak of the really strong regional shows. And the, the 2000s wasn't a great decade. Anyway, I think it was a down decade. And then now we're coming out of it to where I really get a kick out of going to shows now. Uh, and I'm just doing local ones and I, I'm going to expand the shows I'm going to. I'm, oh, are I, you really? I was signed up to go to the Toronto Expo and it got canceled. The one in May, last May. when the COVID, Okay, I, right, I, right, right, right. I signed up like in February, got my ticket and all that stuff. <laughs> and in March, is like, uh, not looking too good here. Yeah. Even next May could be in jeopardy. That's why I was asking. I was wondering. At first, I thought you said they were canceling the May already. And I'm thinking, I hope not. I don't think so. But I think they're concerned because this vaccine rollout, I think, is not going to be uneventful. I, I think there are going to be some hiccups on that. Uh, and even if it does go smooth, it, it just takes time. Yeah. It was funny you mentioned having different point of views. I listened to your review of the last Allen show. And I, I had a com- almost completely different feeling than you did. I was uncomfortable almost the whole time. I felt as though it was too crowded that I, I, I couldn't get through aisles, not from a collecting standpoint, from a COVID standpoint. And maybe I'm just a little more sensitive because of my situation. Yeah. You know, when you have to turn sideways to get through an aisle, I, I, even though everybody had masks on, I, I left sooner than I would have in any other situation. Here, you Basically, the aisles were narrower than they had been three months before because he packed in a lot more tables. Right. And he had a much bigger crowd. And that was another observation that you had not mentioned at the show is the the celebrity aspect of the show. Oh. And, and, and I don't know if you're aware of it, but there were like famous YouTubers and famous DJs. Yeah. yeah. People that flew in from Hollywood that were filming TikTok videos at that show. Yeah. When there were people there in disguise that you may not have known were there. And we're talking about a show, hotel show in Dallas. <laughs> in Plato. <laughs> yeah. You're right. No, I, I was aware of that, but I really didn't know how to talk about that. Yeah, right. I barely do. I don't yeah. live in that world, but minding my own business and trying to stay out of the aisles. Like I said, I just camped out for the most part. I visited a few people, but I mainly was camped out. If you're walking the aisles, that's probably, I won't say toxic, but you're more at risk if you're circulating around and getting a little bit of breath from everybody, even if it's exhaust from the Right. And that's kind of my style. So yeah, yeah. yeah I, I saw some of those people making videos and I, I took some pictures and I had to bring them home to ask my kids, do you know who this is? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's uh, she does. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. She's got uh, 1.8 million followers. I saw the shift. I saw the past and I saw the future right there in the room. Yeah. It was really interesting. It could have been the biggest show of the year in the world. Uh, what, what else can you compare it with? No national. Unless there was a Chicago thing in early March or something. Usually not big shows in January. And you're probably right. I hadn't thought of it that way. You're probably and that's why people came because it was, it's that or nothing. They're starving. <laughs> and the hobby was exploding underneath them. And like you did mention, sending people there from Burbank and yeah. other people there from other companies coming here as if it was somewhere that they had to be. Yeah. Then Kit Young, I think, Maybe one of his guys came, but I didn't see Rob or, or Nacho. When I, I didn't see any, and I messaged Kit before that when I saw him on the list. I was like, is this Kit the person or Kit the company? And he laughed. Oh, for his uh, Southwest buying trip? Yeah. When Kyle said that uh, he was going to be at the show. His buying trip was going to go through Dallas. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And I had contacted them and I said, if he's here, let me know because I'll make a special effort to connect wherever he is. There wasn't that much vintage there compared to shows. Just mainly new Definitely shows. not. As befits our celebrity influencers. That are mm-hmm. They want to know what's the latest thing. If you wanted to do something on the Maradona passing or like Pele is probably next. Or- are you moving into soccer a little bit more? 
Oh, I have been for years, yeah. Because I think soccer is already taken off. People complain about, hey, price guides, there's no value there. I'll tell you what, if there would be a price guide for soccer, people would like to have a frame of reference other than looking up every card. Or just soccer in 2020 is a whole nother world than it ever has been. It's just exploded. They get to call rookie cards anything for anything. Everything's a rookie card because it's whatever the league or the brand or the... Exactly. And what's interesting is the collectors, in a sense, don't care. They are excited to have multiple rookies. Champions League rookie, a Premier League rookie, oh, his first MLS card. And it used to be that would bother me because I grew up in the single rookie day, but it doesn't. I'm loving it in soccer because it's just more viable products. Well, and discouragement for collecting foreign issues, if you go back far enough, that they won't get. And now for soccer, it's the opposite. And, And thankfully, they're not just stickers now that there are actually cards. And that was always a big negative is that we don't collect stickers here. And in England, that's what they collect. And well, my problem is I've got, you've seen some of my stuff. I've got a lot of those stickers are in the albums. They're stuck. Yeah, that's. I don't think I, don't think I can get them unstuck. And even if you did, other than the monster Pele's and stuff like that, you're going to end up with no value. Your only hope is to sell a completed stuck book. Yeah. But soccer, that's the majority of my COMC. I have a lot of everything, but that's one of my main focuses there is my soccer. I haven't done soccer yet. When I put stuff on a Com C, I take a group at a time. I put some wrestling stuff on there because I thought it's not doing anything for me. And I put some boxing stuff in there and I put a little bit of golf, but I haven't done soccer yet. I've got to check and see what's there because right. some of the stuff is, is super cheap and some of the stuff is outrageous prices. I'm thinking you can send stuff that has never been there before. And then you're really clueless. And if you don't know it from other sites or other sales, you're yeah. Could cost you more time. Well, that's what I'm talking about, like a printed price guide. If there was something there that would give me a guideline, and I, I know how to do that. I've done that for every other sport, but it's a lot of work. And people think, oh, you just look them up. When you don't know what you have, it takes right. a lot of time to look them up because it's the player, it's the, the year, it's the set, it's the, you know. League. The league. Yeah, because now you got the same brand names in, in different leagues of the same year. So you could have a 1920 Topps Chrome rookie, but then he has the same 1920 Topps Chrome Bundesliga, Topps Chrome Champions League, two different leagues, two different uniforms. And then in a World Cup year, then you get the Panini. And then if he gets bought and sold to the English Premier League, he could end up having an EPL card. And he could have four cards from the same year in four different uniforms, and they all be rookies. I think they can have cards for previous years that are rookies too. They just, right. it's, I'm not sitting in that chair anymore trying to be an arbiter of fairness. It's a free world. It's the Wild West in soccer right now, I think. Yeah. So there's a lot and of enthusiasm, a lot of passion, and a lot of money chasing. So that's good. Yeah. It's always better to have movement than no movement. You're smart. People that aren't smart don't want that because they're, gonna, <laughs> but you're smart. You know to, that, that there's a superstar orientation. And the scarcity that at some point supply matters. And I believe that the supply is getting ridiculous and that the prices for the current supply. So it used to be that I would pick my investments or pick my long-term situations. Now the prices that they're getting, I sell everything because everything is not going to mature. One of these guys will, and I'll regret it, but these other guys won't. So if I sell everything here, as opposed to a lot here and one here, I'm happy because they're not all going to pan out. You sell, but in groups, or are you, are you talking about Com C? Are you talking about eBay or where are you? Com C, eBay, grading. Like I do a lot of the Tops Now stuff and the Panini Instant, and 
because really a lot of senses, that's the only product you can get unless you're camping out or a lot of times you can't get the release product, but I'm doing a lot of the tops now stuff and living set. And I, I submit a, a good handful of grading and trying to find the rookies. And it used to be, I would pick and choose. Now I just, I get them all because they all sell and it's just stupid. We'll be stupid forever. Eventually there'll be more order coming to it as more people come into it. And when people realize that these print runs in the thousands oh. should not be bringing the prices that they're bringing. And I'm, I'm not going to regret it later. I'm just not. I think you're, I, I, I agree with you.